Seches Trumos, Perik Zion, Mishnah Vav, 7-6. This Mishnah picks up where the last one left off. We have two containers, one of which has Truma and one of which has Chulin, but we don't know which is which, so they're mixed up. So the Mishnah says, Nafla achas mehen chulin. So let's say, for example, we have the two containers, we'll call them A and B. One of the two is Truma, one is Chulin, we don't know which is which. But let's say now A falls into a, a third container, we'll call the container C. And that container C originally had chulin in it. So two possibilities. Either now C contains a mixture of chulin and truma, or C just contains chulin. It had chulin and it got more chulin inside of it. So what happens now is A and B by themselves each were suffolk truma, Madurabanan. And the din was, since it's certainly one of the two, A or B, has Truma inside, we had to be strict. We couldn't treat them separately, and therefore we had to have the, the chumras, the stringencies of both Truma and indeed, um, at least Quentin or Mayor, um, for Chulun as well. But the point is, we treated both as if they were possibly, potentially Truma. Now, when we have A, which is Suffolk Truma, Madurabanan, falling into C, which had Chulun inside of it, the mixture in C now is not Suffolk Truma, but Suffolk Meduma. It's either nothing, it's pure Chulun, or it's Chulun and Truma mixed together. And the din is that if you have a single batch of, in such a case, of Suffolk Meduma, the din is Eina Medumatan, it doesn't create Meduma, meaning what's in container C um, is not treated as being a forbidden mixture, and one can eat it as if it's Chulun. Okay, you know, it's because the din is here. Again, it's a Suffolk to Rabbanan, and we're going to Kula because the nature of the rabbinic. Um, halacha of Meduma does not apply. They didn't set it up to include um, this scenario. No, as they said it in such a scenario where it's only a suffix, if it's Meduma, they were they were lenient. Now, Vashniya no Hegba, Betruma, Vachayavas Bechala, Mer. As for container B, which didn't fall anywhere, it had to be treated with the strictures of Truma, suffix Truma before, and meaning it could only be eaten by a Kohen and kept Tahor, etc. And that still remains the case. Uh, at the same time, Rameer points out, it may be chulin, and if it's chulin, and you take, let's say, the wheat inside container B, and you turn it into dough, of a requisite quantity, so then, even if you're a Kohen, um, but on the possibility that what you have in this container B is chulin, the Kohen must still separate challah from his dough. He could eat the challah because he's a Kohen, but he has to do the mitzvah of, of, of Harsha's challah. Rabbi Yossi's poter, Rabbi Yossi, like we said in the previous mission, exempts the taking of Chala from this, he says, even though it may be chulin and maybe truma, he looks at it as a meduma mixture, as I explained in the previous Mishnah. And Rabbi Yossi Shita is when it comes to meduma, so there's no obligation to take chala. Fine. Now, if the same way container A fell into, which was maybe chulin and maybe truma, fell into container C, which was all chulin, and we said that the, now the new C, which can contains C plus what was in A, we say is not Meduma. Um, if B now falls into container D, B again contained either Truma or Chulun, we don't know, and D contained just Chulun, so it's the same as the previous case, and Enamadamatan, it won't, container D, which contains the combination of B, whatever was in there, maybe Truma or and D together, won't have a din of Damas because it's just a Meduma because it's Suffolk Meduma and we said Suffolk Meduma isn't treated as Meduma. However, 
that's when we keep C and D separate. But in the case where A and B, one of which for sure has truma, falls into a container, let's call that container E, and container E had chulen, but now it has both the contents of A and B inside of it, and either A or B certainly is truma, so then of course now container E, which has certain truma inside of it, indeed, uh, it has the status of, of meduma, and it's a forbidden mixture of chulen and truma together, um, but the calculation is based on the smaller of the two, that is to say, if for argument's sake, you had in container E, 100 units of chulen, and now, um, one unit of one unit of container A falls in, and two units of container B fall in. Well, there's a possibility that it could be B with the truma, and if that's the case, you don't have a hundred times of chulin against truma. Now, um, but one can be lenient, and we can one can assume that the lesser of the two, meaning the A, which had one unit that fell in, um, was the source of the truma. And now you do have a hundred times more than a hundred times against that one unit of truma, and that being the case, um, one could be lenient and the, the mixture could be eaten, and similarly if one sells it to a Kohen, which you'll have to do with all 103, meaning the 100 originally there, excuse me, a different example, an example where there was less than 100 times again, and he has to sell it to a Kohen, um, then he can sell to the Kohen for the value of the total amount less, the lesser of the two. So just let me give you an example of that. For argument's sake, container E had 10 units of truma, excuse me, 10 units of chulin inside of it, and one unit of A falls in and two units of B fall in, so you have a total of 13 now in container E. Well, it's possible of the 13, either 1 is truma or 2 is truma. Because if A was the truma source, it's 1. If B was the truma source, it's 2. So now you have 13 units, and maybe 1 or 2 are truma. You'll have to sell it to a Kohen, because it's got a status of maduma. But you can sell it to the Kohen for the price of 12 chulen and a truma. Uh, not 11, because you can assume the less of the two. Again, the reason why is because, like we said in the previous Mishnah, the governing principle is when it comes to financial matters, the burden of proof is on the one who's trying to exact the money. Here the Kohen says he doesn't want to pay you because maybe two units of the 13 are true money you owe it to him. You can tell him no. He has no proof, so the burden of proof is on you, and until you can prove that it's two units of Truma here, we'll assume it's just one, and you'll have to pay for the, the other 12.